Hello and welcome everyone to the Reader Coffee Podcast, the comic podcast about comic books. It is Wednesday, December 8th. My name is Chris. I'm joined by my co-host and younger brother, Daniel. Yes, welcome everyone to the podcast. Hope you guys are doing wonderful. Uh, it's uh, it's Christmas month right yeah, now. Feeling ready. it. Feel, you feeling merry? You feeling in your veins, I, the merriness? I am... I need to get my booster. Oh, I, I do too, actually. So that's on my brain. Okay. Because I know the side effects will... You'll feel lousy for like a day or two, right? Yeah. Did you feel 100% the next day after you took a, a day break? Yeah, I went hiking. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I was like, you almost died. I, I got the Johnson Johnson the first time. That's already a risk. So I feel... <laughs> I feel indestructible now. Yeah, you nothing just, can stop me. You just straight up injected baby powder into your veins. <laughs> but I think the other ones, Moderna and Pfizer, yeah, have Moderna stronger game. side effects. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so, I'm team Moderna over here. Did you feel have any side effects when you got your initial shots? Uh, no, just the web feet. That was it. Mm, okay, yeah. I already got those. So. Yeah. Okay. No, no it was a new worries. thing for me. New thing for me. Yeah. <laughs> Are you worried about the Omarion variant? Omarion? Yeah. <laughs> the Unicron? Isn't yeah. that a Transformer? <laughs> yeah. I'm not too worried. I mean, who knows what the future holds, but we're in it right now. We're doing all right so far, so I'm, I'm okay. I, I, I'm, I am kind of worried about getting the booster now, so I'm just, I need to get that again. I've just been lazy, and I, I can't take a day off with my new job, Yeah. the way it's set up. So you need to do it like on a Friday? On a specific day, yeah. So that way the weekend, yeah, because I, I don't want to do it when I know I have stuff to do the following days yeah yeah i one of my coworkers tried to do that they just took the booster they didn't feel anything with the vaccine and yeah. they're like i'm just gonna roll the dice continue to work and they pretty much didn't uh they were working from home but i could tell like he wasn't really working yeah yeah so i i think i'm gonna try to schedule it for this coming week so that way i could just sit on my butt and not do work yeah i have an excuse for it <laughs> do you i think in uh, i think i might do the friday I actually have it yeah. planned for mine because uh yeah that's my plan all right i gotta look up i don't even know where i can schedule it so i gotta look that up but i'll, I'll probably do the same thing and i'll let you know if i have any side effects okay yeah, you take care of me, I take care of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be like, get away from me. <laughs> run. Run. Say <laughs> saber <laughs> But other than that, yeah, just getting ready for Christmas. You doing any shopping? Um, yeah, uh, I've been doing some shopping, just looking at stuff. I know what some of our relatives want already. Yeah. Um, but some people are still inside. They just won't say what they want. It's it is. Weird. It is your birthday month. Yeah, but I don't really need anything or care about anything. Okay. Like I've just been straight up saying to your face, "What do you want for Christmas?" And you're like. Uh, get a couch for the living room. Yeah, get that. I don't want to spend that. You, you know, you don't. Well, don't ask. You're not um, worth it. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? I'll just pay a smaller portion of the couch, and I get to pick the whole couch. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't really want anything. Okay. Like yeah. nothing like in the gift range. You know what I mean? As far as price wise or as far as like, oh, when you open it up, you're like, I get bubbly feelings about getting it. Is that what you're saying? No, in the price range. Because okay. you know, what's the price range? Like 10 uh, to $60? <laughs> yeah. It's like that. Anything like that, I can just buy myself, so I don't need you to do it. That's the point. You're supposed to hold on to those and wait out and tell people, I want this, I want this, I want this. Okay. What? I want I want a stainless steel frying pan. <laughs> I'll get that for you. Maybe. We'll see. I'll You're get like, you a pink uh... one. 
When uh, do you do you find that distasteful when people just straight up ask, "What do you want for your birthday for Christmas?" and I'll get it for you, or is that like awesome? No one ever says what they really want. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. People ask me, and I feel weird because now I know I won't be surprised by it.、Uh, even if you do get what you want. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is what I asked for. It's not a surprise though.、So、really, the gift is you don't have to go get it now. Yeah. <laughs> It's, the gift is they went to go buy it for you. I but in the day of online ordering, it's、yeah. basically way faster if I got it myself. <laughs> right. right? I, I hate when like、oh, I want this thing right, and they get something that's like a knockoff or similar to it. Oh. So now it's like I have it, but not really the one I want. So like I'm not gonna go buy the one I want, but I have something worse. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, let's, well hope you you like Christmas Christmas <laughs> gift. <laughs> And then people also say like, don't give gift cards as gifts. I think, yeah, I'll take it. Give me all the gift cards you want to give me. I like those too. Yeah.、Uh, even if there's like places I don't go often,、yeah. like I'm getting like Outback Steakhouse、uh, gift cards. I'll take it. It's still I get to choose what I want there at least. Yeah. So it's kind of nice. People say like, oh, it's you didn't put any thought into it. Yeah, give it to me. I'll put the thought into it. I feel guilty about doing gift cards for white elephants though. I've done that and、okay. I felt kind of crappy. That is, yeah, that is different. That's shady. Because white elephant is like. You don't even have to buy it for a specific person. So literally, just buy anything. This, yeah, gift card, but not a gift card because it's like just it's like cash in an envelope. Yeah, that could be better too, right? Would <laughs> be excited about that. I I I did that and I saw the person open up, you know, the white elephant. Not、yeah. knew it was for me the gift card. I just felt like, oh yeah, oh great, great Starbucks gift card. Oh, all right. Like it,、oh. I could tell it was like half metered、yeah. excitement for it. Like, Do you、uh, know if that person is like a Starbucks person or a coffee person? Yeah, it, they were. So、okay. they, but it was like not like, oh wow, someone's gonna steal this from me. Yeah, because that's always fun when yours is the one that like someone's looking like,、mm-hmm. yeah, I'm stealing that one. Everyone's eyes is on it. Video iPod. People are already walking towards that side of the room because they want it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. Because、uh, like if you bought a Starbucks gift card for someone that doesn't even really go to Starbucks, it's like that card is gonna last like years. Yeah, they're the friend that you take to Starbucks. Yeah, because they're not, they just want to use it up. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Which is fine. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll use it up. I'll get a fifty dollars Starbucks gift card. It's like four drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, yeah. Coffee is getting expensive、mm-hmm. and a ridiculous amount. Yeah, it's annoying. But I need it. Yeah, it's like gasoline. It's like air. <laughs> I can't breathe. Give me some coffee. <laughs>、uh, all right.、Um, if it's not Starbucks, what coffee are you going after? I think Pete's. Pete's is pretty good. Actually, Starbucks is low on the list. I'll, I'll tell you that it's just around. It's just easy to get. Yeah, it's just yeah. everywhere.、Mm-hmm. Pete's is pretty good.、Um, and I always go for、uh, hot coffee because if I get iced coffee,、yeah. it's gone. It's pretty much disappeared because、mm-hmm. I drink it so fast. That's true. Yeah. Is that you? Yeah, I like fills. Yeah, it's a little bit harder to find. Yeah, but I think it's worth the effort of going farther for it because it's it's pretty good. Actually, where I used to live, it was like right next door, so it was hard to find back here in, in the Bay Area a bit more. Okay, there's、oh. one close to us now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm not gonna tell you where it is. That way, it's just for me. Just for you. <laughs> it's for you and Phil. <laughs> Why don't you tell the rest of the audience how the show works while I'm gonna drink some fills here at the Read a Copy podcast? It's split up into three bits. First up, we'll talk about the comic news that、uh, we want to break down this week. In the middle, we'll talk about a cool comic book. This time, we're doing Headlopper. At the end, we'll talk about our side stories we've been talking about, we've been watching, reading, whatever entertainment we've been feasting on. All right, a lot of news to talk about, so let's swing into it. <laughs> 
First off, I'm going to talk about Spider-Man, of course. Oh, well, we haven't talked about him in a while, so it's okay. good. Okay. Uh, well, we, I guess he's too much in the news, so let's talk about another character. All right. Let's talk about Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Man. Yeah, the different Spider-Man. Not the one we always talk about. There's two of them? There's a lot of them. Aren't there? Yeah. And this time we're going across the Spider-Verse for them. Over at Brazil CCXP. Do you know what that is? I have no idea. Brazil? Yeah. <laughs> CCXP stands for Comic-Con Experience. Okay, that's kind of a fun name. Yeah. yeah. And then it's just in Brazil. Okay. It's like their big one. Okay, right? gotcha. I re- hear they like release a lot of news out of Brazil for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why Brazil... I guess maybe, Brazil's huge. There's actually maybe a pretty big comic book fan base in Brazil, maybe, possibly. I know there's like quite a bit of Brazilian comic book creators. Yeah, there are. So, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you're there, I guess. Okay. Um, But they previewed the first look of the next Spider-Verse movie. Ah, excited. With Miles Morales, still the star of it. Yeah. And this one's called Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. Part 1. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Big deal. It's just a little tidbits of the whole overall story, but a continuation of the Into the Spider-Verse yeah. uh, Sp- Spider-Man story. There's so many different stories yeah. going around. And it's just getting even more... We're getting two multiverses of Spider-Verses, right? And they're... Coll- like, each multiverse is like those multiverses are colliding. <laughs> yeah, they're smushing into each other. Okay, but this one we're talking about right now, it's the animated version. Yep. That uh, awesome look of this kind of like pop color throughout it all. Yeah. And this is a continuation of that. What's her name? Uh, Gwen Stacy. Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen is uh, joining back up with Miles Morales um, back into his universe because some spider shit hit the fan. Yeah. And now the new Spider-Man in town is the 2099 one. Um, what's this character's name? It's weird. It's it's Latino and also Irish at the same time, right? Yeah. Oh, something O'Shanahan was it Miguel O'Shanahan Miguel O'Hara O'Hara yeah Yeah. Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal But is, that's Oscar Isaac. Can I ask you, is he the only Shaquille in the world? No, there can't be. I'm sure when he got famous, there's a bunch of Filipinos that named him Shaquille. <laughs> <laughs> but how did his mom decide to pick that name in the first place? He's like, O'Neal, O'Neal, uh, something that rhymes with that. Is that what he, she did? I don't know. Okay. I got to ask him. He's, uh, he's a junior. Okay. <laughs> that's a, a mind blown. Oh, let's get, get back into it. Spider-Man. <laughs> Even the artwork or the animation in this, it's very poppy and stuff, but it's also different from like the original movie. What's up with that? Yeah, it's like uh, in a good way, it's like drawn with crayon. Yeah, I think now they're going into the future now, you think? Like, because the new characters at 2099, are they going into his world? Oh, I thought he's just jumping into 2099. Like, he's the one going across the Spider Verse, right? Uh huh. And he jumps into the 29 verse, 2099 verse, and it just has a different art style who miles does everybody i guess yeah in that world yeah yeah and um i guess maybe each one will have its own animation own art style mm-hmm. that'd be interesting take when oh, okay you think throughout the whole movie there's different styles maybe they we're just in 29 for this movie okay. but each different spider verse has a different Film. style yeah. yeah um because we do start out in his original art style at first in his own yeah. universe mm-hmm. so there's that yeah he does also look older like yeah a couple years like uh he was like a preteen maybe or young teen in the first one he's going to high school right yeah now he's like almost looks like he's either out of high school or just about to be out of high school maybe yeah so i think they could deal with more mature content i guess it's still a cartoon yeah i guess the first one already dealt with death and that's pretty big yeah pretty <laughs> more yeah and it was an awesome movie i think a lot of people it's their favorite spider-man movie i which can believe it, it yeah totally believable yeah it, it, mine is amazing spider-man 2 <laughs> mine is <laughs> 
uh, Spider-Man Three because oh, it's the okay. highest number so far. <laughs> <laughs> has the most characters. Has the power of three Spider-Man in it, <laughs> and no one others will. No other movie will have three Spider-Man in it. Um, this one, uh, so it's part one. Does that? Do you think it's like a shorter movie, or is it just like? I don't a think it's shorter. Condensed, but I think it ends. Like part two will probably be like right where part one ended. Like they're a complete story together. Oh, you think it's like a two part only? It could be bigger, right? I mean, it could be bigger, but I also read that part two will come out a year after. Just a year. Yeah. Like, cause this one's coming out October of, of next year, 2022. And then part two will come out in 2023. Okay. Okay. So there, it could be a two parter, very connected. I thought it was like each part and there'd be a couple of them that could be revolving around a new. I, I just think it's weird that Into the Spider-Verse and then now they're doing part one and part two part three part four like yeah that's true it's yeah. intro okay. it's know. into yeah i know um but this one it seems like 2099 spider-man is yeah. kind of the villain or at least think so? antagonistic towards miles right they were fighting they should have fighting i don't think he was fighting i think he was just trying to grab him uh what do you think like miguel o'hare saw this new spider-man and wants to talk to him at least but he won't yeah. talk get close to him i mean miles, like they're falling oh yeah, well, I mean, it's like future. Okay. There's like everything. Future, the, there's no ground. Everything's in the sky, you yeah. know? People float and the cars float. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I I think um, not necessarily like the villain, but maybe he's kind of like get out of my way, kid kind of Spider-Man. Okay. And then later he'll learn he needs help. In his own, whatever other villains he's fighting, right? Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of like different tangents when we get into the 2099 world, right? There's like Doom 2099. There's Iron Man 2099, like yeah. revamp looks it's a them. whole yeah whole like like almost like ultimates universe that's like on its own thing right everything got rebooted right there's punisher 2099 oh that's true i think yeah. it's kind of newer yeah what would you think you'd be excited to see in this on what do you think makes sense to have them in there in that 2099 in, universe in uh this movie in across the spider-verse part one uh maybe tony stark makes sense because we've i mean uh, well i mean it's made by sony they are so they don't chummy have... chummy now right i think that's only for tom holland spider-man stuff yeah yeah they're not playing that way no so i don't think we'll see like other non-spider-man related superheroes oh okay i thought villains. that could be fun but that yeah that makes sense <laughs> i don't know like so the first one had well like five spider-man yeah that's right noir yeah all of them this one let's say it's 29.9 miles and spider-man what other variations of spider-man do you want to see um what else freaking is there there was rumors of the 90s spider-man cartoon that guy's just showing up okay back, yeah yeah that could work he he's kind of a very um i don't know like proper peter parker compared right. to the other ones for some reason he's always wearing a teal shirt that's yeah, like like, like polo yeah also, when I hear Spider-Man, that's the voice I hear in my head. I don't remember it, but I remember I definitely. It's like the the style of it. Yeah, very nineties stuff in my head. Yeah, very like almost like sitcommy. Yeah, it it was. Yeah, yeah. and also they it, the animation wasn't always as fluid. Like they'll just like stand no. there and the mouths are moving, but I'm yeah. not moving around. It's a little yeah. Is that era mm-hmm. the X Men era of cartoons? Yeah, I think it was still animated like with like cells. You know what I mean? Like hands painted cells. Oh, really? Like the painted? Okay. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. But yeah, that would be interesting. Uh, what other Spider-Mans are there? The, I do not want to see the sixth armed Why? Spider-Man because that's the stuff of my nightmares. That's cool. I feel like that Spider-Man eats other Spider-Men. <laughs> it's so weird. Spider-Man's one of my favorite uh, superheroes, but I'm deadly terrified of spiders. Yeah, but you love men. Okay. <laughs> so Spider-Man makes up for it. <laughs> 
I've just always been scared of him. And that one, he just... Mom, again, bought us, bought me yeah. an action figure of the Spider-Man that has a spider face. That he is a spider. He has a yeah. spider face. That's and cool. that went straight in the trash. I was terrified oh, of it. Yeah, that's a collector piece. You could have it. Actually, no, you can't have it because you would have scared me yeah, with it. Yeah, I would have. You would have. <laughs> no, thanks. Do you think like Black Cat or any uh, those kind of characters show up? Silver Sable? That would be interesting if they uh, maybe were in his world originally. But what, Man, I don't know. What do you think the issue is? Like why um, Gwen is pulling him into the future or other... Um... <laughs> it's very like Doc Brown. That's what I was going to say, yeah. It's your kids, Marty. <laughs> your kids. They have six arms. <laughs> Miles, we have to go. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. They, we really didn't get to see much mm-hmm. from the first look. It's really just like, hey, we're doing this and a little bit of how the style is, but no story plot or, or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not too sure. The art style does look pretty fresh, but it might be scratchy looking at that for too long. I hope it's kind of like that, maybe just in their fighting scenes or action yeah. scenes. Also, that scene also, I think maybe it's like them like in the tunnel warping to another dimension. Oh, okay. That's interesting. So I don't think it's going to always look like that. It's like a, like a rainbow bridge type of thing. Yeah. So there's special effects here. Do we get Peter B. Parker back or is he... What happened to him? I forgot. I didn't I watch it I don't know how again. the movie ended. Did he leave, go to his own again? Did he sacrifice himself? Because that sounds like it makes sense too. I don't remember. There's, there's these Spider-Men that come a dime a dozen. Who cares? There's too many. They're never going to get a Spider-Man movie with just one Spider-Man ever again. Yeah. it's That's not fun. It's not fun <laughs> for anybody. What if they do um, sign a special deal with the Spider-Mans that are making movies right now because yeah. they are there's three of them making movies right now what if one of them signed up to be a voice for this would that be oh. fun Andrew Garfield Tobey Maguire Tom Holland even I think because they wanted Tobey Maguire to voice the one that dies oh right. yeah but he didn't do it so they got Chris Pine oh uh, Peter A. Parker is that what his name was well it's just Peter Parker and then Par- Peter B. Parker was was it Jake Johnson yeah 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 well I don't know a part of me still feels like I know it's multiverse stuff and they both franchise deal with multiverse but keep them separate keep the animated and the live action separate just because it's gonna confuse everybody yeah I mean it's like live action is catching up to um, animated uh, yeah. so it kind of would be fun to see that I mean I still want Miles to show up in the live action eventually yeah but just not like not like this is the character and he's pulled from a cartoon into real life mm. like that one Simpsons episode what <laughs> Uh, with these uh two movies coming out, yeah. what are you more excited for? Across the Spider Verse or No Way? Well, oh. Across the Spider Verse is almost a year away. Yeah, but they both of them are not released. What are you more excited about right now? I guess we don't have a tasteful taste of the movie yet, right? Yeah, I'm gonna have to say No Way Home because I already bought tickets and I paid for those already. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah. Okay, so those tickets are going on eBay for like I think like thousands of dollars. Do we have to go the first day? I mean, that's that could be like. <laughs> I, yeah, I would sell them, but I don't think it's worth it, to the effort to do it. Oh, the effort is not cost a thousand dollars. Well, I don't know where they're selling for a thousand dollars because it has to be local to you, right? I'm not buying. That's true. Tickets to New York. It's not a gift card to yeah to watch it. Yeah, I don't. Uh, but I read that on eBay, they're selling for super high. That sounds like one of those things, like like a prank thing online, where like you can buy like air from uh this concert <laughs> or whatever. It's like that thing, like in a plastic bag. Yeah, it's like a joke. That's my guess. I don't know. I think you really get the tickets, but how are you going to get there? <laughs> you get it after I've watched the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is the highest selling like pre-sale. 
since Endgame. Since Endgame. So there, it did seem like it was harder to get, or maybe people were not expecting it as much as hard to get because Endgame, yeah, it was hard, but this seemed like more news, like bigger news. I think like people were making more memes about it is what I'm saying. I think um, Endgame had more showings just because more theaters were open. Oh, right. And, and also um, like the hype of that has gotten more people hyped now for like more stuff. It's so, a waterfall like, effect. Yeah. It's like people saw Endgame and like, oh, maybe that created new fans. So now there's more people eager to watch the bigger movies like Spider-Man. Okay. I'm not sure about that because it's like, that's like the end of a story. How is that making? Um, but I see what you're saying. It's, it's further down the road. There's but more maybe fans. The people that were like, I'll just watch it when I have time. Saw Endgame like, no, I want to watch it the first night with everybody is all hyped about it. Oh, that experience. Yeah. I see. Okay. Because watching it a week later is a different experience. It is. Maybe even the day after. Yeah. Well, I mean, as long as it's like the first time everyone in the theaters, it's their first time. And, and like opening night, you know, those are diehard fans. Yeah. Yeah. We got Friday, not Thursday. We got Friday. I wanted to get Thursday, but you said no. No. It was all we could find in the morning of the day we could buy. The only tickets were at the like front row, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Okay. So we're going Friday. Yeah. I must, I still might go Thursday. We're, we're not diehard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go and just stand there. <laughs> Um, there's also rumors that this could be the final, like, Spider-Man Tom Holland movie. Yeah. Isn't he tired about this? I mean, he, yeah. he's got to want to make other movies. He's got other ven- ventures now. There's also rumors that this will end Spider-Man in the MCU because this is the end of their contract. I feel like there's so many Spider-Man movies, right? There's like, there's Take no a more. Break. Yeah, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> They're going to make more. You're going to make three more with Tom Holland in the MCU. Wow. That's straight up Fast and the Furious type stuff. No, we're... What? We got free time. We'll make a trilogy. Yeah. It's like, uh, just wait long enough until it's good again. (laughs) (laughs) So... That's pretty crazy. I mean, yeah. Sony, did they know they have one basket? Like one one option is yeah. Spider-Man. All eggs in that basket, right? It's like how Warner Brothers knows they only really have Batman. Sony's like, we only have Spider-Man. No, that's like bigger deal for Sony. I yeah. mean, they have Wonder Woman was a hit. Joker was a hit. Yeah. S- Sony has Morbius. Carnage. C- Carnage, yeah. <laughs> so I think they're, they're putting all their eggs in Spider-Man. And it makes sense to do you think are you do you think this is a good move? Do you think they you're excited? She by she I mean um Amy Pascal who's like head of Sony. Okay. She also tried to backtrack it, saying like, Oh, it's not official or whatever, or it might not be Tom Holland or don't don't quote me or whatever. Because uh. I think Kevin Feige also doesn't like revealing this stuff like way too too advanced. So he's I think he was upset about that. Oh wow, Amy Pascal is the yeah. new Tom Holland. <laughs> it's not the first time he was upset. There's an interview with both of them and she starts saying stuff and he like looks at her like shut the hell up. <laughs> Shame on that. She shut shut your face. Shut your face when you're talking to me. <laughs> when you're talking around me. <laughs> you're kind of stupid right now. Um, yeah. So this is still an MCU-related thing. It's not just pure Sony. He's not getting cut out. Or at least it's that's an MCU-produced thing. That's the initial word. Take, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, Because once you start taking things back and think... But I, I think it... 
Honestly, I think it's yes, but they don't now they feel stupid for saying all that, revealing all that, so they're trying to take it back. But honestly, I think yes, it is Tom Holland still in the MCU. Okay. All right. Just because they, they want to slowly dull this out to get continue to have hype right around it. Yeah, yeah. Um that's pretty fun. I think Tom Holland sees he's in a bang up job as Peter Parker so far. And I think all the characters around him, I want to keep that going. Yeah. I think there's more there to mine this like more uh ultimate Spider Man feel, I think. Right. Yeah. And like he's still in high school let's get some more mature spider-man stories sure yeah i i guess he could uh move in with mg or something like that college years maybe he comes a professor at the end mm-hmm. right yeah. um is there any chance do you think that this is like a fake out and tom holland dies at the end of no way home and then we do get more movies but it's like maybe miles or something like that this um, is just to throw you off the scent i don't think it is but i did consider that considering that this feels like a, a big end to have these new Spider-Men in this in this movie, No Way Home. I think that's a big deal. It's a big benchmark. And I think yeah. they're in it. I think they are. Okay. So maybe that's a good point to end for Tom Holland. And it does make sense. How many times do you want to play this character? Um, who's He's played it what? This is going to be his sixth time? Sixth time, maybe. Uh, Civil War, Infinity Game. Infinity Game. <laughs> Infinity yes. Game and War. And War. Um, um, two Spider-Man. Home, home, home. <laughs> yeah, so six, right? Six, sixth time, yeah. yeah. So he's going to be playing it nine times or more if he gets MCU movies and any other yeah. conjoined movies. I, I do think if they make this another three, he said it's going to be like its own, it's like a almost like a reboot with the same people. Like It's not going to have the same feel. It's going to be like its own separate trilogy. So I think they're going to get away from that, like calling everything a home title. Oh, right. It is kind of weird. Home yeah. base, third base, whatever. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I think, um, did, didn't he, Tom Holland mentioned like, I think it, it's time for a new Spider-Man, like in mm-hmm. a couple interviews ago. Yeah. So do you think this is going to introduce a, a Miles Morales? Like you think that's, do you think that's going to happen? Not in No Way Home. And maybe introduce him in the next one, but not as Spider-Man yet. And then like five would be like him training and then six is like the two of them as spider-man and like a grand finale for tom holland some handoff right there yeah i could see that happening yeah um i i think it's better bet that tom holland's not going to be in either of these and really toby mcguire got a taste of it again and he wants oh, to do three more movies he's back officially yeah bully mcguire oh nice he's booting these guys out he's he's the one he's he's mm. he's the enemy of the movie he's going to this <laughs> universe is killing the all the other spider-man <laughs> there can only be one there can only be one <laughs> We do know, of course, it's connected to Doctor Strange. Do you think Doctor Strange, I mean, do you think Spider-Man is in Multiverse of Madness? Ooh. It'd be interesting if, as Doctor Strange navigates to these other universes, what if he jumps into one where there's a different Spider-Man there? Would that be uh, fun? He goes, like, they're not coming in here. Yeah, he he goes goes to over there. Yeah, maybe he gets introduced to some of the villains over there in No Way Home, and he's kind of cleaning up work into these other universes that doesn't have their own sources supreme for some reason yeah that might work do you think there's a universe where he goes into and everything looks like legos all <laughs> <laughs> right everything's blocky yeah the law of the brick mm-hmm. okay. because that's where we get the most leaked information is lego sets okay legos are the uh, tom holland's of toys yeah yeah again lego leaked what could be spoilers for the next doctor strange movie and it's like a, a play set and you get to see all the main characters which is of course we knew doctor strange 
Strange, Wanda, and Wong are in it, but yeah. also uh, America Chavez is in it. That's right. Yeah, it's a new character. Yeah, and then potentially the big main villain of it is in the box art of this Lego set. This uh, one-eyed, gigantic, green tentacled monster named Gargantua. Is that what it is? Gargantos. It's not Shumagorath? No, I think it's something else. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. That's not what I thought. You thought it was Shumagorath? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe they just name it something different. It could be. I, Shumagorath is... It looks a lot like this character, it seems like. I thought like. that's who it was. Yeah, it's like Gargantos. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. That's. It looks a lot like Shumagorath, and I think this is like a species of like the many angled ones or characters in the comics. I think it's Shumagorath. Okay. <laughs> So you think that's that's just a sneak name? Maybe that's like a nickname that they call it in the movie. Okay. Because Shumagorath is like a weird name. Yeah. So it's just like combining these two names maybe or it's something? It's like, well, look at the thing is Gigantos. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't. Uh, it does look like. It, I don't know if yeah. they're just like related or something. It sounds like it has a female voice. Is the the oh, what the name How of the? How can you tell from the Legos? Well, the actress that's playing this possible character casted in the script as Gargantos Two. The name is Jennifer Molina. Oh, okay. So what does that say? Like how? Also, how does this eye that does not have a mouth has a voice? That's somewhat human. Oh, this throws off all my theories. What does that mean? What were your theories first? And then let's... That was Shumagorath. Yeah, okay. And there's only one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Shumagorath also does this thing where he splits up and has like a, a like a avatar that he can shoot out and it's like a small version of him. Remember we talked okay, about this yeah. in Marvel's Capcom 2? Mm-hmm. How the, he's like human sized, sized I yeah. should say. But yeah. He's really giant in the reality. In re- yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it's Shumagorath. I think I think my theory is correct. They're just like, whoa, we have to give this a nickname. Gargantos. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> maybe it's again, just throwing it off. Lego likes to do this, right? To throw yeah. us off. I, I don't know. Um, but what what is this monster, whatever it is, pulling people out of other universes? It just wants to eat ours. What do you think's the menace of this whole multiverse? Well, we saw it in What If, right? It's very powerful to the point where um, Doctor Strange couldn't control it at first, like couldn't take its power at first. Remember that? Those little tentacles sticking out? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it is just very powerful. And maybe he needs to absorb that power to save the multiverse at the end because uh, he and Peter Parker broke it and then wanda's also making it worse yeah uh wanda does seem to be working in the dark arts yeah and i mean freaking dark strange cannot take responsibility in these um, these new spider-man tv spots he's still like how you botched the spell yeah okay you're the one casting it he doesn't know magic come on benedict <laughs> I think um, maybe Wanda realizes if I can take the power of this tentacle monster, hmm. I can bring back my kids. Yeah. I, also, it didn't seem like that hard to make the kids in the first place. Also, you could do it the normal way. Why do you have to do all this? She can't do it the normal way. Vision does not have those parts. Vision? All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing he's lacking. Yeah. He can increase his density to a million fold. That's the one thing he's lacking, though. He can't increase that density. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> But I think that's the plot of things. But, um, Doctor Strange 2. This tentacle monster is, tr- is trying to eat other... Well, I think Wanda is so desperate to get her kids back. She's seeking stronger beings and unleashes this monster that now Doctor Strange has to put away. Okay. Do you think Wanda is just like effort and will just take on anybody? Is not even like thinking about um, caring about other people. Just wants to get more power at any cost is what I'm saying. Or do you, do you think she's still in her heart a good person and will not... I think um, she 
she's clouded. Yeah. And um, will become maybe evil. Evil. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe for her kids. Yeah. At least messed up, right? Yeah. Yeah, not right in the head, possibly. Do you think Vision could show up in this to like subdue Wanda enough for Doctor Strange to save the day? I think possibly like a Vision or something. Oh, okay. It's a Force Ghost. It's not really there? Yeah. <laughs> I think Doctor Strange just implants that in her mind. I'd maybe just to, just to distract her for a moment. That yeah. could show up in the movie. Uh-huh. But as far as being reconstructed, remade, that would be like... Uh, he's not reconstructed. He's the white Vision. Yeah. Oh, you're saying like... Just, he doesn't have to be reconstructed. He's already built. He, he already is rebuilt. I mean, is his consciousness in there? I think a little bit. So being reconstituted in that body is, is what you're saying. Like his consciousness uh, turned on again. I mean, we're we getting enough of him, right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Vision? I'm just saying that like uh, that would take away from Wanda's character. She has to live without him right now. That's the hard uh, part. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um. So I think I don't see that happening. I'm curious about this America Chavez character. Yeah. They're just, it's so weird. She's like a Captain America type like hero, right? Like that's No, her she... powers is she can like make like portals. Oh, I thought she was like America, like Captain America. Her name is America, but her powers is like portals to go to oh, other dimensions. Okay, because she's wearing like the uh, like the stars and stripes. So I thought, is it just her name? I okay. think that's like a play on her name. No, isn't that like the Puerto Rican flag or something like that? <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, not, I'm sure. not sure. I'm not sure either. Yeah, I don't think she's like a Captain America. I totally thought she was. I no. Because I thought, you know, Young Avengers, then she's like the Captain America type character. Because she's the no. leader of that team, right? I don't th- I don't know. Isn't it um, Patriot guy? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think there's various Young Avengers teams. Okay. Yeah. Her powers is like about portals, portals or space or travel. Oh, so she, it, is it mystic It's about powers? like crossing borders. All power. right. We don't have she to. She has that power about like getting through. Um, barriers. Uh, that sounds unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Okay. For this one, for the uh, comic books. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know about this character too much. Uh, I'm wondering how, why the heck is, again, she's like, he's bringing along teenagers to help out. He always messes up when he has to like, yeah. be like a mentor to somebody. Sp- Spider-Man, mm-hmm. America Chavez. How does she get he's in the He's the new like dad character. Is He's the new Tony Stark. Yeah. He's, he's for sure worse than Tony Stark. He, yeah. Well, I think Doctor Strange in general is worse than Tony Stark. <laughs> he messes up so much. He's supposed to be a doctor, so much more educated, mm-hmm. but he, uh, well-learned too. We'll see. I this comes out in May. Mm-hmm. I think this is their like big. Well, I don't know because it comes out in May and it was originally going to come out in March. So you don't really put your big biggest movies in March. I thought all the moves is just because of the delays of everything, and when one thing moves, everything has to get moved. Yeah. So it just landed there. Yeah, but it was going to be in March. So do you put your best movie in March? You put it in the summer. I, I have no idea about the uh, what goes where. I just know summer blockbuster, but that's yeah. I don't know what goes uh, where. Like Endgame, their big Avengers movies always come out in May. Okay, so now this is in May. Yeah, this is their big movie. It seemed like for a long time it was the big uh, tipping point for everything. Yeah. Right, the multiverse. It's in the title. Yeah, but I think it's slowly for me getting uh, messier and less excited for it. But also with the news we had last week about how they do had to do extensive reshoots, I'm getting less excited for this and thinking more like maybe the other movies coming down the line are going to be better. I think they just had to push the reshoots because they couldn't make the Legos in time. They couldn't mold the plastic fast enough. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. they got. I hate when the two small Lego pieces get stuck together and you have to separate it. And they're the the two thin ones. Well, they're just one piece now. You're not going to get them together. I try to bite them apart. Oh, really? Yeah. Wedge them my teeth in between. And how many just like broke off and you accidentally ate one? Teeth? A lot. (laughs) 
Lego pieces. <laughs> you know what I think is better than um, these movies now? Let's hear is it. Is when you get to watch like uh, the series, like shows. Like I think all the Disney Plus shows, even some of the um, DC stuff, to me they're a little bit better than just watching some of these movies because you get more time with these characters. Yes, get to sit in the comfort of your own home. Yeah. So like even Be loud. Like, yeah. Um, of course, all the Disney shows, but even like the Snyder Cut. Yeah, right. Because it's longer. Um, it's pretty, pretty much a show. It's Yeah, it's like four. It was eight. Four, it was eight? Because it like cut it up into like half hour increments. Oh, I thought I was, I was going to say four hour increments, but okay. Uh, it's yeah, like a chap- show. They had chapters, yeah. Yeah, it's four chapters, I believe. There was eight. Yeah, okay. Um, Seven and a half There's eight half chapters. Uh, and then... <laughs> What I'm excited for is the Peacekeeper one on HBO. Peacekeeper uh, starring John Cena, everyone's favorite wrestler, um, coming back with this character after um, being such an a-hole in Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad was great. It was. And I I liked almost all the characters there. Another thing I had to watch at home. But he was a standout. And I think him getting his own series, I'm going to like his character even more now. There is going to be a different feel from this from Suicide Squad because of who's around him, right? It's not these other superheroes or villains yeah. that are trying to be the top guy. It's just random people that are like, why are you so weird? They know him as a villain because Suicide Squad is villains, right? True. But then they, when they get to learn more about him and uh, understand him more, they realize like he is almost like sad. Yeah, there's something sad about him. Yeah. We even see that in some uh, personal shots of him visiting his father that seems like some type of authoritarian. Yeah, is like maybe disappointed in his son. Yeah. Yeah. And then he is trying to be a hero. He's trying to be a peacekeeper. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he throws, there's a scene where he throws like a missile head, a warhead. And he's like, like, it says something like, take this piece or something like that. <laughs> take these piece and M- MFers. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then it blows up. Pretty damn funny. Um, yeah, this show's, I think it's going to be pretty hilarious. The little yeah. uh, jokes we got in there. I love that. And the heart, I guess, when you feel sad for him, you're going to feel it. Right. Mm-hmm. And a different aspect to the, uh, the peacekeeper character, peacemaker. Um, I think this is maybe the best thing we'll see John Cena in. Yeah. I was thinking is, is John Cena a better actor than the two other action figure shaped, uh, wrestlers turned actors, friggin' The Rock and, and Dave Bautista. Is John Cena a better actor? He might be. Just, just as straight far, up acting. Straight up acting. Yeah. Not, no. No? No. You think Batista's better? I think Batista's the best just straight up actor because he doesn't rely on comedy being big. Huh. Like, he doesn't? I mean, he doesn't rely on it. He is and he uses that, but there's like in Blade Runner. Yeah. He beat up Ryan Gosling. Yeah, but only at the end because Ryan Gosling was there to kill him. But he was like, he wanted to be a peaceful guy. He was kind of meek before yeah. he started to fight. Yeah. Wore glasses. All right. He was a protein farmer. And The Rock is the same character and everything he is an action figure yeah in the way that he's it's kind of fake but still likable he's like either smiley funny action guy or mean uh funny, funny guy. action guy yeah 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 which one has the tighter shirt <laughs> right so like um like fast and furious yeah he's like the mean action funny guy that's right in uh jungle cruise he's the fun action smiley yeah uh funny Lovable. guy yeah yes yeah in shazam he's gonna be like the mean action funny guy maybe john cena does have somewhat of this also his own trend it's kind of like the um sarcastic right he's sarcastic uh-huh. in freaking bumblebee okay uh, yeah right i think he's gonna be sarcastic in this too uh, heavily um i don't think he's sarcastic he's he's more genuine no i mean in the funny parts okay yeah yeah the funny parts he's gonna be sarcastic um 
I think Cockblockers. Remember he was in that movie? I never. I don't think I ever saw that. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. As far as like a when you first said that, I thought that was an action hero, like a superhero. <laughs> like there's a superhero named Cockblocker. Cockblockers. <laughs> No, I thought that was like a Suicide Squad member. <laughs> it sounds like it would be. James Gunn would have that character in there. Yeah, it's like Peacekeeper. Yeah. Uh, Captain Boomerang, cock blocker. <laughs> he dies off in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, so we get his character right. There's like other somewhat superheroes in it. Vigilante. Vigilante's in it. A green looking guy. Like I think he's a villain, but maybe not too strong. Yeah. Um, wasn't that um, Nathan Fillion's character in Suicide Squad? It looks like a lot like that costume, but I don't he think lives, it is. Uh, yeah, maybe it's like a copy of him. The detached kid. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, like the supporting cast, who's like his people in the chair kind of characters. Yeah. They seem all really funny. They seem pretty dang funny. I think that the bigger guy, I think he also played uh, King Shark. He's like the body of it, I think. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, who else is in there? There's uh, the girl that's from Orange is New Black. She's funny. She's like an intern. Is she? I didn't know that. Okay. That sounds pretty good. I think she's the one that's probably going to relate to him first. She's the one that points out the sadness in his eyes or whatever. So I'm excited for the show. I think it's going to be really funny, but also like kind of emotional in a way. I think so. Yeah. And then all the stuff with the bald eagle is hilarious. (laughs) It's pretty funny. Yeah. The... It's CG, right? Like all CG? Of course, yeah. Okay. The, Part of it could not extinct. be. What? <laughs> what? Well, they just, they're extinct. They just never told you. America, that's extinct. <laughs> I'm excited about it. I yeah. think it's going to be funny. I think it's going to be a good experience at home watching this. When is it come on January, I think? Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So on HBO Max. Not too far away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Check that out. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't forget to check us out. We're doing the reader copy recap every week where now we're doing Hawkeye and you could even go back and check out all our other Disney um, Disney Plus shows that we were doing on the recap show that's every Monday don't forget to subscribe to search Reader Copy Podcast in your podcast app yeah we'd love to thank you for doing that uh, you can find us on Instagram Facebook and Twitter we're at the Reader Copy Podcast um, there's a whole lot of Spider-Man so far a lot of uh, Peacemaker too yeah I, I gotta stop talking about Spider-Man for a while get, get out of here yeah yeah so let's talk about uh, your comic book that you picked Head Lopper I always like to move around with the genres of whatever comic we're doing. Um, last week we did like kind of like a sports type of thing. There's, um, of course, superheroes are hearing about, but I also like to dig into some of the fantasy type things yeah. here and there. I like to, you know, every now and then touch into that universe. And so I found a fun one, kind of a different approach to all of that type of thing. This comic is called Head Lopper, and it is coming out of Image Comics. Now, what's interesting about it is originally the first two issues, they were self-published, um, oh. not from Image Comics. And they were just like a, a comic that Image got an eye on. I thought, oh, we want to produce this, put some money into it, and get it out there into... They took it on. So um, this story first came out in 2013 when it was self-published. It got moved to Image in 2015. Cool. Yeah. So not too long ago. Um, total right now, it's 16 issues and it's still coming out. But they do come out quarterly, not like monthly, right? So, okay. Because they are bigger issues. We're only doing two issues because of that. All right. Yeah. The trade we're doing is uh, called The Island. Um, and it's a pretty interesting story. Pretty interesting read. Interesting thing is the writer... And and artist is the same person, Andrew McLean. One guy, he's like the... No wonder it takes so long. It's one guy, yeah. It's a, a lot of work in it for, for drawing and writing. He's not doing lettering and coloring and that, but he's basically 
the brainchild for this. Um, something about him, he also wrote this book, Apocalyptic Girl, and Aria for the End Times that came out in 2015. Mm, I don't know those. I don't know that one either. I think he's honestly mostly known for this comic book and uh, a lot of the attention in that, but I love his approach to the art style. It's kind of, well, the subject matter, it's like uh, bloody fighting and gory stuff, but it looks like it's for out of Cartoon Network, the look of it. It's like Adventure Time or... Uh, Correct. Yeah, Adventure Time meets like God of War. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like a regular show meets Elder Scrolls, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, it's a mix of a uh, juxtaposition there. Um, it's like uh, Cartoon Network, if they were making uh, The Witcher. Right, yeah, <laughs> right, right. That same approach. Uh, also, he, what's interesting about this is also had a tie-in with a different uh, comic book called Rumble. So I just guess like some characters in here appeared in other comic books too that Ooh. he was not the creator of. Like it's just like a crossover, uh -huh. right? Uh, so that's pretty fun. I'm curious about if that's any good read. Um, I would say the inspirations for this thing are like like Hellboy. It seems like a very heavy inspiration. There's a, a story element that you can draw from that. And yeah. kind of like the minimalistic look of everything. I'd, I'd say that's pretty on point. But we're just going to go ahead and jump straight into the story of Headlopper. Now, each issue I thought was pretty fun is they start off with an image of kind of the world we're in. It's called the, the Island Realm of Bara. Mm -hmm. So it's like um, I think in uh, Lord of the Rings like in the, you start the book off with like a map of the world. Okay. So it's like Game of Thrones intro? Yeah, it's like Game of Thrones intro right? You get yeah. you get like a, just a map, like a hand-drawn map of the world and this place is called Bara. And we are starting off in Castle Bay inside of Bara which is this um, kind of fisherman type town uh, near the like the, the very uh, gray skied kind of village on near the water. Yeah. We see this near New ship kind of arriving into the dock and our main character is on this ship his name is norgal and he is the headlopper <laughs> it's like this big like barbarian type dude with like a long white beard long white beard he looks like a yoked out santa claus um all he's wearing is kind of like you know those like leather skirts that warriors wear and gloves and boots that's all he's wearing no mm -hmm. shirt or anything and he's also carrying around a gigantic sword that's his like main weapon of choice he is uh son of the minotaur i think it's just a name he's the executioner he's this um legend hero the head lopper okay so his name rings bells and then as the ship approaches like the dock the city these giant like serpent monsters come out of the water like attacking the ship this big purple lizard type thing is attacking the ship and norgal goes quick to action by the time he gets to the top of the ship he's like kind of like nonchalant about it half of the ship is already eaten by this sea monster he uh tosses the sword straight into the the serpent and just jumps straight onto it climbing onto the, this big serpent trying to get on its neck above it um and trying to just kind of stab it here and there into the neck of this the serpent like he's tiny on the like the body of the lizard like giant monster lizard right but he's like stabbing it constantly just trying to take it down tiny ants as um he sees some of the warriors at the dock are also attacking this sea serpent shooting some arrows straight into it but it's almost like godzilla type lizard type thing is chewing up these these little arrows that come at him and it's, it's easy work for it he climbs onto the mask of what's left over of 
the ship. He gets to the very top and he jumps straight into the mouth of this gigantic uh, serpent monster. He thinks it looks like he's eaten, like it's it's he's dinner. Yeah, it's like dead, like he's dead now. Dead quiet, and uh, he from inside of the neck does like a Zelda spin yeah. and cuts the head off of this this monster. You could say he lopped its head off. He cut the monster's head off from the inside, like from around its neck. Yeah, he did what like like Drax is trying to do in Guardians. Like he's yeah. trying to kill it from the inside out. We see like near like the the castle that's in the water. There's just a pool of blood now from the serpent monster, and arriving outside of the water is Norgal the head lopper, like approaching out into the the shore. Just a freaking badass. And he's approached by like the clergyman of the city. Yeah, and it's like this one guy, and then he has like the other like cloaked figures next to him mm-hmm. and he's saying like uh thank you you saved our city because you defeated these monsters um and then he's like okay yeah no worries where's my money right like because he's hired to do this yeah and the clergymen are like well we we're hoping uh that you would just do it as a charity because we're just humble like clergymen we don't really have any money yes i'm sure the these town people appreciate me and everything he sees this talisman yeah. on the neck of the head clergyman he takes it and just like rips it off this guy's neck it's like gold it's yeah straight up looks expensive right Right. and the clergyman cannot believe norgal would do this to a holy man steal from him yeah and he's so insulted yeah but they're not humble like he's saying like oh we don't have anything but he's like he's blinged out yeah he's got it he's got a chain on yeah shouldn't hang so low um so norgal he's just walking away like this is this is not enough payment but it's taking what he can yep and this little kid that's in the the fisherman town tosses him his bag that was he was holding for norgal and um the kid wants to be this guy's squire but refuses norgal does not take any um company on his way he's just this uh solo adventurer hard kind of guy right he throws that like big sack over his shoulder and continues on his journey and we start hearing like voice coming out of the the sack that he's carrying okay and it's like talking to him or whatever so then he opens it up and it's like a severed head of this witch that he killed it's agatha the blue witch because she's got blue skin and she's just a severed head in this bag that's still talking still talking like alive and it's he, he's not crazy or anything it's just like a live talking head um and this agatha is very annoying uh just talking like um saying norgal was this great hero and just being really annoyed like razzing like condescending condescending right and norgal can't take it anymore takes the head out and is yelling at it like i'll feed you to these rats i'm i would have ta- tossed you a long time ago if i didn't think you would curse something you witch right. and it's funny because like she her head's cut off it's just a head yeah but she can't die so he's constantly like just slamming it on the ground kicking it hella far but she knows like she's not gonna die so she's kind of like just like laughing it off you could just imagine this like little witch head is like laughing like that cackle like a classic witch cackle right mm-hmm. and she he even like kicks it down the street like it's a soccer ball he does not care about agatha at all just he's like a burden with this thing around we visit now the castle of castle bay and we are introduced to the ruler of castle bay and it's not this uh you know royal king or anything 
something like that. It is a little baby. This is baby King Aaron. He's literally like three years old. Yes. Uh, apparently his father just died and now... He's the king. He's the king. That's the rules. Um, and so he sits on the throne as, as crowned king. The clergymen go there to complain about um, Headlopper taking his necklace, right? Right. And he's like, uh, should we be talking to the queen mother or anything? They're like, no, you talk to the king. It's this three-year-old boy. Right. But of course the queen is actually just takes the baby on her lap and she sits on the throne. As, yeah. It's kind of obvious she's like throwing her weight around because the clergymen are trying to talk to the steward. The steward yeah. is this like, you, I think the right-hand man, like the warrior for the castle. He's but like he's the, not um, there. What was uh, Tyrion Lannister? Oh, the hand of the king. The hand of the king. It's like kind of like that. Kind of like that, right. Like the person that talks into the ear of the king, but he's not there. That's who the clergyman was talking to. The clergyman do talk to the queen and kind of bark at her saying, this thief has gone to Castle Bay and has right. insulted me, a clergyman. Yeah. He needs to be dealt with, killed. Mm-hmm. Now she cannot believe the story the clergyman is saying. He has gone and killed the serpent that's been terrorizing her town is one guy one guy and you want me to kill him Um, if anything he like saved the town exactly right (laughs) now we're gonna catch up with what is going on with that steward that we were talking about now he is this kind of guy that's dressed in all black right um, sure, he's the steward, the the warrior for the town, but I don't like the look of him. Doesn't look trustworthy. Something's off about him as he solo treks it through this, um, the the swamp, the bog right. of the town. Um, it looks a lot like the the woods in uh, Beauty and the Beast. You don't okay. want to go there. All right. All right. <laughs> and he goes to the this deep, um, sinister looking part, uh, this old wreck ruin, and he he knows someone's watching him, and he's like barking. At at that person saying, I know you're watching. I'm the steward of this town. People need me. I need to get to talking to you already. Now this like voice overhead just like yells out, well, I, I am the snakes of Bara. I'm the trees. I'm the mud. I am Bara itself. As this right. like gigantic smoking head comes out green. And this is revealed to be this like sorcerer, this ancient Evil sorcerer. sorcerer. Yes. Um, green smoke all around as he's conjured up himself. And now he stands there kind of human in front of the steward. It's almost like he's like Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. Very not good. Yeah. <laughs> very evil. It's like the Voldemort. Yeah. Very... Uh, sinister looking right? right evil as the steward once he sees this um thing in front of him kind of cowers down to the ground and is scared and this sorcerer just kind of barks at him more and saying kneel but um the steward says i know my allegiances it's not to the king or the baby king yeah it is to you father right this is his son this is his son amazing now so the right hand of the king of the, the royalty is actually the son of like this evil sorcerer and this evil sorcerer who is at like this ancient ruin temple kind of thing yeah apparently he's like trapped there he can't leave there he's like cursed there right he's stuck he can't um make his way out of there at all this little it's called the black bog yeah right the swamp he's stuck in he's cursed there and i guess his son the steward is doing anything he can to get him out of there right and the, the sorcerer guy believes the one thing that can help him get out of there is the blue witch 
the power of this witch in this little head. All she has is a head now. Yes. Yeah. Um, can power him enough to break this curse and escape. Right. So he needs to get the head, which Headlopper now has. Yes. So his plan is to get Headlopper over here. Uh, he doesn't really believe the steward could kill Norgal and take the head. Yeah. He needs to be tricked into coming here, the black part. Right. The steward, his son is like, I'll just take the head. I'll just kill Hor- no, Norgal and get it. Yeah. He's like, I don't, I don't think you could kill it. <laughs> no, he killed the sea serpent a second ago. You haven't killed the sea serpent in a long time, right? <laughs> There's a whole lot of things. But I did like, we, we've worked so hard to put you in this position to be like, it, to influence the, the queen and the king, right? Yes, it was all like, the sorcerer is actually one that put yeah, him there. It's like a long game. Yeah. We catch up now with Norgal as he's done with one of his missions and he got some payment. Um, he goes to the nearby blacksmith and it turns out the blacksmith is an old friend, like a whole old buddy from a long time ago, an old warrior friend. Um, and as this, this this blacksmith is like, you're a sight to see. I haven't seen you forever, right? Like they're all right. chumming it up and how he's like, he's no longer on the travel like Headlopper is. He's just right. He settled uh, down, settled down with a wife and kids, two twins actually. Mm-hmm. When out of nowhere, the one of the kids yells out and says his brother has been uh, has been attacked, and so Norgal goes into quick action, taking his sword, running out of, out of the cottage with his trusty witch head at his side, and is going to find this uh, this little son over there, right? And his, this his friend's son that's being um. Um, rounded up by appears to be gigantic wolves they're like dire wolves i think they're like bigger than the ones in game of thrones yeah <laughs> they are huge they're like maybe like a story tall yeah like that big the kid has like run up into a tree at like he's being chased right yes and he's screaming help and um we see now these giant wolves they're also chasing what looks to be like um like men of the the king yeah and one of them is that steward guy okay so he's in the mix too they're on horseback trying to run away from these gigantic wolves i'm talking big and the the sun is on the up on the trees scared of these gigantic wolves but Helloper just jumps into the middle of the fight of the these wolves right away he like takes his sword and splits the wolf like down the middle yeah. and it just like cuts in half and there's one part where he's like he's holding the witch's head by the hair right and he's swinging it like a mace because he knows like she won't die but also i kind of want to like inflict pain on her too yeah so he uses her head as a weapon like a like a mace almost He's right. like batting this wolf with the head, and the wolf somehow eats the head of Agatha the witch too, yeah. and is chowing down that as Norga moves onto these other wolves, splitting them in the gut, lobbing some of their heads off, whatever to get them out of the way. There's a cool splash page of like it's almost like a, a sequence, like timeline of how he's attacking these wolves, and there's a part where like he ducks under and slashes it from the belly down, and and then he jumps over it, and then there's one where he like does like a spin move to launch his sword straight into the head of one of the wolves he's like doing acrobatics to yeah. kill these freaking wolves just anything he can remember that one wolf that ate agatha well some type of dark magic boils up from inside his stomach and out of nowhere he catches on fire like he spontaneously combusts from the power of agatha in his stomach and is like burnt to a crisp so one by one slowly he's killing off these gigantic wolves right there's there's that one burnt to a crisp and he even slices that wolf down the middle and is ripping into the guts of this wolf to pull out that witch head from inside <laughs> and 
Agatha comes out cackling, laughing. She's like all red now, covered in blood, but she's like, you know, this head will never die. Yes. Yeah. And uh, the steward is even there trying to thank Norgal. Like, you're you're so good for this this little town that you right. saved us here at Castle Bay. But then like some of that blood gets splattered in his face. He's like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> And then um, the steward now goes back to the castle Mm -hmm. and he's dragging like the severed head of the wolf. Like it's huge. Like it's the size of a car and he's dragging it by rope to show the queen like this Norgal guy saved us again. Look, he's so good. The queen is like, okay, there's no way I'm going to kill this guy. He's killed these monstrous wolves. He's killed the sea serpent. There's no way I could kill the head lopper. Right. In fact, uh, we should use him once more. Yes. The steward um, says that sorcerer in the black bog has plagued us long enough. Right. This headlopper who's made his way into our town is seems like to be the only option to finally kill off that right. treacherous sorcerer. Let's send him in there. Yes. Right. But while they're on, like the inside the castle, the clergymen are still there, right? So the head guy is, sees headlopper there. He's like he talks to his guys like, "Yo, it's him. Kill him, right?" Yeah. So they it's almost like they're ninjas cuz they throw like this glassing on the ground and that causes like all this smoke to fill the room as they try to kill Headlopper. These uh, masked clergymen in the back get into action and trying to, to stab him from behind but um, it's no problem for Norgal. Like these guys are st- staying like the temple all day. Like they're not warriors. He can take them out easily. He even tosses the head again at the head clergyman and um, kind of scares him a bit as the, the queen barks at them saying, you try to take off one of the the best warriors we've had in town right and for that you're traitors to me now yeah and so you shall go to the chambers <laughs> so they pretty much hire headlopper to take care of the that sorcerer in the bog right mm-hmm. and it's like a whole journey now just to get there because he has to travel there it's almost like a zelda quest now yeah uh, he makes it all the way up to the mountains and it's very smoky very um uh you cannot see anything around these it's the rock is like almost like this pink shade it, right it's pretty interesting to look as um he's making his way through this like climbing all these little pedestals to get through to the different parts of this mountainous top it's a it's got this very interesting shape they look like hexagons in the ground right really interesting look and then one of the hexagons actually moves because it is like almost like a creature who's like camouflaged into like rocks right it's like a big rock iguana type monster right and there's several of them now they they blend into the rock very easily but there's seems to be a horde of them hunting down Norgal from behind and so far Norgal doesn't even notice them so far he's just trying to get through to the other side of this mountain finally when one is like right behind him he notices it and he like cuts its head off like he just turns around and starts slashing straight up just lobs its head off and each one <laughs> they have to like jump on these little pedestals to get to him and just one by one he's like okay cut off this one's head yeah. cut off that one's head cut off this one's head pretty easy for him as he's taking these guys down he does a classic thing where he pokes one in the stomach and he goes and kills another one from behind two at one time getting skewered uh, awesome shots of him lobbing off these heads throwing them tossing them there's there's this one that has so much rock on its back right it looks like the head one mm-hmm. he even tosses one straight at, into its face to insult it he makes his way finally to the bottom of the mountain and sets up camp it turns to night and he uh, he gets a Z sleep, sleeps for the night that's when that head monster tries to chod down on him and he doesn't even really stand up he just takes this, the sword and cuts its head he off he doesn't even like really look at it doesn't even he barely wakes up and cuts the head off this little monster rock thing 
thing. And he uh, skewers the head onto a pike as a, a warning for whoever is following them. It is still the dead of night as the steward makes his way to the chambers to free those imprisoned clergymen. He's again like going against the word of the queen here and the king. Right. The little baby king. Baby king. As he um, takes these clergymen and makes their way past all the prison um, chambers and that like Weasley head clergy guy is still tucking in his ear like he insulted us um, what took you so long to get me out of here? We we have to kill that that Norgal character. As they pass by the security guard that the steward obviously paid off to sneak these guys out, right? Instead of paying him with a coin or anything, the steward takes a knife and just takes it straight to his throat and kills off this guard. Um, no witnesses. At his camp now, he's still uh, at his campfire eating up some uh, little fried squirrel it looks like that Norgal made. The, the witch cannot stop barking, keeps cackling and laughing at him him um, saying uh, you have to learn some magic too in this world but Norgal's so stubborn he believes steel swords right. are stronger than magic right and the queen the, the witch of course says like magic is obviously powerful what are you gonna do when uh, the green flame uh, tries to attack you, like these these little hidden myths that try to attack mm. him. But uh, Norgal just is firm to his word that being a warrior battle is where it's at. And while they're having this conversation, there is something in the shadows, some type of small little character, small little thing with its eyes poking out um, we see in the, in the shadows. At and first, I thought it was a raccoon. Yeah. But then when you get, because it has like a raccoon tail. Yeah, it does. And when you get closer to seeing it, it's like a raccoon tail that's just tied around its it's like a cut off tail tied to its uh, little waist there, like a belt. Uh, I think it's like like a black mage from like Final Fantasy. Do you right. know those? Yeah. It looks like that kind of little small little character. His name is Nim, and he talks in third person. Like um, he's like Nim would love some of your meat right now. Like he right. like some yeah. of the meat that he's eating. Um, Nim does not like Agatha the witch as as he she tries to eat me. And this little <laughs> Nim character is this little figure that's kind of annoying, but is trying to also warn Norgal. Right. Because he it's like getting late now. Yeah, it is. And he's like set up camp, but I think he doesn't realize he's set up camp in like graveyard. Yeah. Norgal realizes the thing he's leaning on is actually just a gigantic tombstone. Right. And Nim is saying, yes, this of course is a land of battle at one point. So many dead here at this floor. Right. So what they did was just bury a bunch of them all at once. And so you're eating right now on a gravesite. That is not a good move. And then as soon as it's like fully nightfall, like the ghosts of these warriors emerge and he's like surrounded. And the ghosts straight on go and attack. And they are formed in armaments, even they're ghost and they have swords and everything like that yeah they look cool they look pretty badass as uh norgal goes straight into action takes a swipe of a sword at this ghost but of course it just slides through the ghost and cannot he can't attack it at all while the ghost can obviously um punish uh norgal for eating at their gravesites right and one of them has him like choked out now right he's holding up against one of the giant tombstones mm -hmm. And Norgal's screaming at the head, like, okay, help me, right? Like, you know magic, do something. And she's saying, like, I'll help you, but only if you say, uh, was it magic is stronger than steel? Yes. 
Norgas being stubborn won't say it. Agatha's like, well, I'm not going to help you then. Yeah, go ahead. You can die then. I, I don't like you. <laughs> Just say it. And Norgal, he gives up and says, okay, magic is stronger than steel. And the witch still laughs, laughs like, I, I don't like you, motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's funny. She's like, ah, I lied. I'm not going to help you. I'm not going to help you at all. <laughs> and so he has no way to kill these ghosts or anything when out of nowhere, a gigantic hand grabs at the the ghost that was about to kill Norgal. And it's weird, like, are, are these, like, ogres or something? They're giant, monster-looking, like, almost zombies. I think they're humanoid giants, but they're zombified. Because uh, they have, like, their skulls are showing. Some of them have, like, are missing limbs. And it looks like the giants are trying to attack the ghosts now. Like, they're, they were the, the original thing that killed off these ghosts way long time ago. It's weird, because they can grab the ghosts. I think and, they're like, magic. Hurt, yeah, but Norgal can't even like tangibly touch the ghosts. And so Norgal and the witch are stuck in this little war of these ghosts and zombie giants just attacking each other, uh, hordes of them from the left and right. I think Norgal knows to like let these giant monsters kill all the ghosts. Or, I don't know how he kill a ghost, but like get rid of all the ghosts first. Yeah. And then once the, all the ghosts are gone, he then starts attacking the monsters. Because I think the, the giant Giants are also not to be trusted. They're not good friends either. As um, these giants, they also have like armaments too. This one has a an axe for an arm, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and takes a swipe at these these ghosts and Norgal. It goes to fight off this giant too. He does the thing where like you have to climb this giant to cut off his head. Yeah, like um, Shadow the Colossus. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. As he he gets onto its all its limbs and gets to the top and cuts off his already severed arm, like where his the right. axe was. <laughs> pretty funny there's a shot where like he gets the three of the monsters to kind of like stumble and fall on top of each other yeah so then he just climbs on the top and does like one long slash to cut off all three heads at once all at once when uh he's like jumping around like he's jumping on the shoulders of these giants cut off this one's head jump to the next giant cut off that one's head and he's like playing hopscotch now killing all these giants I i guess they're not actually dead it's just their heads are severed because when he's done they're just a gigantic pile of zombie heads that are still right giant and talking to each other so it's just like a mountain of zombie heads now totally and uh norgal's like okay it's time to go and grabs agatha's head and pulls it out of there and norgal's like ah, i hate that nim character i wish he warned us earlier yeah and agatha admits that actually uh she ate nim earlier yeah during the fight during the fight and head lopper's like e you don't have a stomach where where is it now <laughs> and he realizes that nim is like sticking out of the throat hole of Agatha where he was severed and pulls out Nim and he's like thank you thank you Agatha you actually did something good for once and again kicks Nim and kicks him like a soccer ball down the the stretch just to kind of get his revenge in a small way as he kicks him he's like steel is stronger (laughs) and so uh, we're gonna kind of end it there as Norgal voyages on to the Black Bog but there are some characters in the midst kind of looking at Norgal from afar, like like elf type characters. Right. So obviously the story continues much longer. How many issues did you say there were already? There are about 16 issues so okay. far. Yeah. And again, they release like quarterly, so not yeah. monthly, very far apart because they're pretty long issues. Yeah. This was around 130 pages and that was just two issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew McLean likes these long stretches so that he can have long fight scenes. Yeah. yeah. I noticed like there's several pages of just action 
and no dialogue. Yeah, I, it's a fun read that way. Um, it's kind of clean that way. And I think the the Cartoon Network style action is pretty interesting to see with this type of uh, content. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it's, uh, I like the style of it. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it is like like an Adventure Time style. Yeah, like a grown up version yeah, of that. I, I almost want to see this as a cartoon. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. I think maybe like a Samurai Jack style. Right. Like, yeah. like more adult type of content. That'd be right. cool. Because Norgal is kind of like the big quiet guy. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a Viking type mm-hmm. character. That was actually what spun it up was I think it was like a writing challenge and the main content was supposed to be Vikings and he came oh, up okay. with Norgal. Have you played the the newest, most recent God of War video game? The newest one? No, yeah. no. Okay. Because he does... Oh, no, wait. I have, but not even finished it. I okay. beat it. He does walk around with like a severed head that talks to him. Oh, does he? Yeah. So that, that's oh. the first thing I thought of when I read this. I thought it was his kid. Is this... <laughs> well, yeah, his kid's there too, but he also has like a severed head around his waist. I didn't know that. Okay. Is it like annoying like this? Uh, it's his friend, that, <laughs> but it's also like, yeah, it's like talking to him. So okay. It's weird that he has to just talk to a head. I think that's a trope, apparently. Yeah. I, I didn't know it shows up all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Hellboy, it makes sense. Like, that's where I've seen it yeah. first, actually. And then um, there was actually a Batman comic book where he featured Joker at his... Oh, yeah. I remember that. About, yeah. yeah, I think that was Scott Snyder. Is that like last... Night of Last Gotham? Night, I think, yeah. Last Night of Earth on I Earth. I forget, whatever. Yeah. Gotham's Last Night? Something like that. Yeah. It was a Black Label book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was. I like that book. I mean, I like this read of... And I also, again, wanted to jump into different genres mm-hmm. and this approach of a clean look on top of it. Right. I thought was was refreshing. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's like that uh, that video, that board game, Munchkin. It's like that. Oh, yeah. It's I want to play like that. that again. We, should, we have that. I think we have two versions of it. Let's pop that out sometime. Yeah. I think I have an X-Men one. You do? Yeah. I'm going to find that. Okay. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and play that in a bit right now. But uh, that was Headlopper. Let's go ahead and jump into side stories. You know, I'm kind of the guy on the show that finds these obscure shows nobody's talking about. Nobody is on the pulse with. I did that with Stranger Things. I was the first one to find uh, that and brought that to sure. the world, bring that out. Thank you for that. Yeah, a Squid Game. That's mm-hmm. another thing. Who would like, have known? Nobody would have known. Those are Netflix shows. I saw a new thing on HBO Max that no one's been talking about. I thought it would be something you would like. What is it called? But you still haven't. I mean, I thought like you would point it out like something we sh- could, people would watch. People should watch this. Uh-huh. But you d- you've been quiet on it. It's mm-hmm. this show called Succession. <laughs> oh, I've heard of it. You have? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, I thought you be too dumb to hear about it okay <laughs> yeah, all right enough of this joke i've been watching it forever <laughs> this this show succession it's pretty funny i've only seen a couple episodes of it it's pretty good it's it's funny oh, like i told you it was yeah yeah it's yeah. really good uh-huh. um I, if you i think a lot of people probably listeners have watched it already at least heard about it it's like it's to shortly uh sum, summarize it again it's this uh kind of rich guy older gentleman um who runs like a media conglomerate yeah and it's a Around time where he should pass it down to somebody, right? Mm. He's getting older. And he has a bunch of kids. Bunch of kids. Um, and the older son, the older brother character, he looked like he would get it, but he, some he's kind of not up to par, right? And then there's the other characters, the the sister that is kind of not really in the business, and then there's the kid, that younger brother that's not a good bet to, to yeah. run the company. So who's gonna get it? And there's all these other side characters. Mm. I really enjoyed it. Um, it is not re- exactly like laugh out loud funny like where it's like a, a joke. It's just you're like watching these people be awkward around it. Like sure. the whole situation, right? And I 
I I like that take on it. I'm really enjoying that. Yeah. Um. Do you have a favorite character in it? Yes. Already. I'm all. I'm only three episodes in. Okay. I yeah. mean, I, I don't think it's gonna ruin it, but like, my favorite character is probably everyone's favorite character because everyone watches the show. Oh. Okay. Um, if you ask anyone, they'll probably say that their favorite character is cousin Greg. Yeah, he's pretty dang funny. It's hilarious. It's it's not him being the funny one. It's him being the butt of the joke. Yeah. Yes. And he's also funny though. His delivery of it. Yeah. And how he's like just so oblivious to what's going on. This this like world of high life rich people. Yeah, he just they're, doesn't even know. They're pretty much the Kardashians. No, they're super rich. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're like maybe the Hiltons. <laughs> they're like Bezos rich. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. In the show. In the show, right, right. Yeah. Um I think it might be the the sister's uh uh husband yeah. is like picking on Greg a lot. Yeah. And those interchanges are he's super really funny. funny too. Because he's the guy that's also on the exterior. He's just the yeah. son in law. It's almost like he was the butt of the joke until now this cousin Greg shows up. Yeah. And it's funny, like he's playing like the mentor to him too, but also yeah. like also razzing him at every moment. A lot. Yeah. It's pretty dang funny. Yeah. It gets better. It gets better? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I probably should have told you to watch it. Yeah. Long time ago. I, I, well, I'm telling you now to watch it. That's okay. good. And you can finally. Well, it's a good thing I have. <laughs> It's been it's been like months now. You've been telling me to watch it. Yeah, I finally took a peek. Everybody's been talking about it. I got kind of tired about it. Oh gosh, it, right. it, I don't know if it's a visible show like the these other mega shows people are talking about. Because you don't understand the high society stuff that they talk about sometimes. There's that too. Yeah, I mean, I'll admit <laughs> it. Like the business stuff. Like yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. I don't need to know. It's the point is that they are rich and they they get the stuff. Yeah. And I most of the people on the show are not good people. They have a, a lot of them have like flaws about them that are yeah. It's pretty all obvious. the show is about greed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was gonna feel more of this, even though it's like they're like a media company, not stock markets. I thought it was gonna feel like uh, um like Big Short or something, or maybe Wolf of Wall Street type, because it's just no. like big money. It's more like a lounge. Like they're rich. And they'll make decisions, but it's like one decision a day. It's more like um, the show House of Cards. Oh, where really? House oh. of Cards is like political. Yeah, this is like corporate business. Corporate business and yeah. how deals are made and how the uber rich spend their money. The high life. Yeah, uh, and uh, they are super rich, but I also think they don't have great style. Like nobody does on the show. They don't know how to spend their money. They're buying, sure, they're buying Patek Philippe's and all that. They all have bad style. When you have so much money, you don't have to show off. It's like what is style anymore? Like it's like I don't even human nature is beyond me. Like I, human nature. It's like I am I'm gonna move to Mars to be alone societal <laughs> pressures or whatever just don't just shake off mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what um the the one guy the Culkin yeah like, was Kiernan Culkin mm-hmm. he seems like such a weasel of a character it's kind he's, of hard to watch sometimes too, like, yeah yeah the, the character he's playing yeah just because he plays that character very well yeah I'm wondering if he is like that in real life and uh, it's I hope he's not because uh he's, he's barely probably, acting yeah <laughs> I, I, I think I'm wondering if he's like lived in his brother's shadow growing up for so much, like his oh, like he- heavy shadow. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, Kiernan and Macaulay, what were their parents thinking with well, those names? I don't know. They were never around. They always just left their kids alone. Is that right? That's how they became movie stars. Yeah, they just left them for the holidays. They left by like, themselves. I think so they, they took. To well, they would take some of their kids and well, then forget some of them. Yeah, yeah. They would go to like Paris and New York, and they're it's like, we don't need all the kids. They're hanging out with Trump. Yeah. The kids are hanging out with Trump. <laughs> They'll be fine. Just leave them a credit card. <laughs> they don't need credit cards. They were super rich. Like they're... <laughs> 
they've got money in their pockets already. Let him hang out with Michael Jackson. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm sure uh, Kiernan's happy he missed that, all that. <laughs> but all the what's his what's the main uh, actor? What's his the older guy? The, Logan the dad? Roy. No, the dad. Yeah, Logan Roy is. His That's name. his name. Oh, yeah. freaking uh, striker! I did not know that. Yeah. Or yeah, they're because they're the Roys, right? That's their last name. Oh, the actor. What's his name? Oh, the actor. Yeah, I forgot his name. I don't know his name. Okay, I've seen. I, it, he. It seems like he's perfect for this role, but it's wrapped in this comedy thing. It's like throwing me off, right? Like no, but he can get mean in the in the story. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's it's not like there's a laugh track in anything. It's just the. It's kind of how gross everyone is. It, that's what you're laughing at sometimes. Yeah, I, I, you need to keep watching. There's more to it. It doesn't. It's not just always as funny. Like it gets some. Like the drama is there. Okay. It, it, Adam McKay did it, right? Does he do it? I don't think he does it. I think he did. All right. Well, maybe I, I misread it when I was looking at the. Uh, maybe he did. I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah. I like it so far. You should watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Uh, Succession. It was a success. It's a pretty good show. I'd, I'd, I'd recommend it to uh, okay to the one last person on earth who hasn't seen it. To you, <laughs> to, to you there. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll keep watching. I've only watched three episodes. There's what three seasons? We're on the third season right now. So I it's see. not even okay. complete three seasons yet. Oh, it's 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 not a, a dump of them at once when the season was released. No, it's HBO. I don't. I don't so it's not Netflix. It's HBO. It's HBO Max or just HBO. It's the, on HBO, which means it's also on HBO Max. I see. Okay. Okay. I thought it was pure streaming. No, it's it's appointment television. You watch it every Sunday night. Yeah, that's such an old foreign, no. old nostalgic <laughs> concept to me. Yeah. What's a water cooler? <laughs> uh, okay. Succession. I'd, I'd recommend it. Yeah. What do you got for side stories? Speaking of like uber rich, I was watching uh, the show on Netflix. Now, I just started watching the show, but it's already on its fourth season. So I'm going to go back and start from the beginning. But I've been watching, uh, it's called S- Selling Sunset. Oh, yeah. I've been watching this. I've been trying oh, to watch this. Every day. No, no. Yeah. It's a reality show okay. about uh, like LA realtors selling these unbelievable like multi-million dollar homes. Are they mansions or just like really? No, they're, they're good mansions. They're man- they are mansions. They're either mansions or they're like, you know, like on the side of a mountain with a pool and like it's like Tony Stark's Malibu right. house yeah, yeah yeah on a ridge yeah it's like defying gravity to be a house yeah. there yeah, right yeah yeah. my name's Tony Stark and I'm not scared of you <laughs> oh was that, was that in this number three Iron, Iron Man 3 yeah oh nice I don't uh, remember that <laughs> well, he's talking to uh, the fake Mandarin I like that I'm gonna start using that my name's Tony Stark and I'm not scared of you <laughs> <laughs> I'm Daniel I'm not scared of you <laughs> cause he cause he's being interviewed <laughs> And he says that, and he gives his address, and the next scene's like the helicopters blow up his house. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I hope hopefully these houses aren't getting at risk. Uh, I don't think so because it's really not about the houses. The show, yeah, it's about the realtors who are all I'll just say very attractive women. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. All of them. That's like the the thing of this agency because it's run by these two guys, all right. and it's like oh. all our all our realtor agents are gonna be like they're like supermodel women. Yeah, yeah. Are the guys? Do we see them on screen? Yeah, do yeah. they seem sleazy, or no. it's just it's just a money decision? They actually like don't seem sleazy to me. I, I think they're like they know it works, so they do it. But also like they're professionals, and these women they have to know what they're doing. They have to work hard, otherwise they wouldn't work for these guys. They're real realtors. Yeah, realtors. They're, this is a reality show. <laughs> real realtors. Okay, this is a reality show. <laughs> My jaw's gonna hurt. 
entertainment. <laughs> but there's also drama because you know it's a reality show. Yeah, there's like fake drama. From what I'm seeing now, because I've only, I've been watching season four, but I'm going to start over again to start from the very beginning. But in season four. One of them gets pregnant, so she has to miss some time of work. So the replacer, they hire another uh, realtor woman that apparently has a past with that person she's replacing. So now there's drama, like, why would you hire her kind of thing? Like, they don't like each other. Yeah. Um, and they have to act fake in front of each other when they're in the office. I'm like, hi, hello. Like, uh, yeah. Like, they had an uh, uh, argument before in the past. So when the person came back and saw that she was sitting at her desk, she was like, oh, nice to meet you, even though they know from each other already. Oh, <laughs> Does everyone else know they haven't met? Like, are they just being a front or is it... Everyone knows that they... Oh, they already know. Uh, yeah. Oh. But there's like, did you hear what she said? She says, nice to meet you as if she doesn't know who I am. What? So juicy. <laughs> the, uh, considering it is a reality show, do you think these people really have a, a past? Do you think yeah. the um, boss really was looking for someone and this was the best candidate? Or was it just they needed drama for the show? I, I think everything is a plus. Everything you, is all together. You fit the credentials we need. Mm -hmm. And also you're a realtor. <laughs> <laughs> you fit all the dimensions. <laughs> It's funny because like the guys that own it, they're twins. Oh, and they're probably uh, below average height. They're probably like I don't know five five. They're five. property brothers. Well, they're just they own the realty company, right? Realty but, brothers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, and then all the women are like tall and they're all probably on like, uh, high heels too, because yeah. they have to look the part. Yeah. So is it funny when they're like, can they not get, be on screen at the same time? It has to be a wide shot. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. They have to be, you have to see the whole pool in the background. You have to, okay. He's always on like the, the staircase already. <laughs> messed up but they seem like okay people they're not, yeah they're, they're not i don't balls. think i wouldn't call them douchebags or anything like that it's more like, like a business tactic okay they are professional is there any other good characters on the show or is sure it, yeah it's one of those shows where i leave it on while i'm doing something else so i don't know all of them <laughs> you're not keeping track yeah and also they all kind of look the same <laughs> They're all like either blonde or brunette. And then there's like one of each kind of like there's one that like is new and she has uh is like befriending the one that maybe everyone doesn't really trust anymore because they've known her longer. Oh, okay, I see. Okay. Yeah. So she doesn't know not to trust her yet kind of oh, thing. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? they're, so they're already they already know who's shady on the crew. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't honestly like I don't even think shady also, but like you know, sometimes it's jealousy, sometimes it's and I, I want to say like the women on the show are also like hardworking, genuine women. They're not after like just money or just to be famous. Like one of them episode I was watching was like she's trying to buy her first home ever, and she was getting really emotional that she worked so hard that selling other people homes. Yeah, that she could buy one of these nicer homes. It's her first home that she's ever bought. Is it? Does the one she get is it like pretty nice? Like it's comparable to the other homes? No, I think it's okay. just like you know nice. For the average person. Yeah. But it's not like a mansion. Yeah. Hey, you know? If it's your first home, you probably don't start there. Yeah. I've known people that own nicer homes than the ones you bought. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, trash. Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> but it, it, it's like uh, showing the homes is like 20% of an episode. <laughs> it doesn't even matter that the realtors almost, they talk about the homes too, right? There's like a minute of them yeah. walking through a home and they're not even talking to a person that's trying to buy it. It's no, just sometimes un- there's persons trying to buy it. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Because sometimes it's celebrities. Oh, who's celebrity? What celebrities do they get? Uh, Shang-Chi is trying to buy a home. No way. That's fun. <laughs> Shang-Chi. Yeah. I haven't gotten to that episode yet, but I, I oh, see him on it. You just saw it on the... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, if you like to waste your time, uh, watch this show. <laughs> It's one of those shows that you don't have to pay attention to. And if you like reality TV, like this is re- reality TV at its normal. <laughs> okay, back back to Shang-Chi. Does he, do you think he has like nice home money already? There's what's one Marvel movie and what is it? One season or two seasons of Kim's Convenience. Yeah, I bet Kim's Convenience didn't do anything for it's him. It's negligible. Like, he, he, he bought, he had rent for a year. He, he had the garage he's living in in Shang-Chi. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Shang-Chi is like, yeah, you made enough money to buy a, be on this show where they buy mansions yeah well that's a lot already because his contract is for future movies he gets that money now no but the bank can see like oh you're oh your credit you have we'll give you all the credit you want i see like oh you are in possession of the 10 rings (laughs) okay (laughs) okay (laughs) i see here you left uh your dad (laughs) (laughs) your sister is running a criminal organization that checks out right your mom was gonna live forever but she left it to be with your dad yes <laughs> she oh she seems to be from a hidden. <laughs> oh, I see you defeated this dragon from another world. Okay, mm-hmm. right. Uh, w- denied. <laughs> denied. <laughs> but yeah, um, the show is you know it's one of those guilty pleasure shows. Yeah, it does sound like a background show. Uh, yeah, but okay. I, I don't know if I'll, I'll watch. I don't know if you're gonna I'm watch it like two years from now when everyone else is watching. When everyone is it is it the next show where yeah. everyone's? I think it's with those. Uh, I saw it was on the top 10 for some reason on Netflix, at least not the first, but on there. It's because it just came out. I, the fourth season just came out. I think it's one of those. It flows in and it's one of the, it's going to flow in for now and next week it's something else. You know how like shows. those like housewives or whatever, whatever. Yes. And then one of them becomes kind of the more famous face of it. Yeah. And they be, they become popular in the zeitgeist of Hollywood. Uh, Yeah. They appeared on Dancing with the Stars 2 or something. Or yeah. Or like they're going to the popular events in Hollywood, like not even on TV just like they're becoming the name in Hollywood right now I think one of them is like that I'll believe you but I can't I have no idea what it's like come on dude you watch Succession now I should know the you stuff you should know the high life I'm stuff. sorry I'm watching Succession a good show and I'm not on <laughs> E all day you know it's on Netflix <laughs> it should be on E though yeah it's, a, it's an E show <laughs> yeah. for sure alright well that's what I've been into okay I've been spending my time more wisely watching a good show alright I'm gonna start again from season one of Selling Sunset okay by next week I wanna try to beat all done so I can tell you about it I don't know I don't know if it's a great show I gotta say Uh, but okay I can see why you watch it what is a great show is the reader copy recap show that's right and you don't wanna miss that by subscribing to us please don't forget to uh, search reader copy podcast on all your podcast platforms and then leave a review if you can that's the best way to help us out and get the word out about the show. And you can find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're at the Reader Copy Podcast. You can find there all of Daniel's top TV picks. All right. About like three years too late. Still the top by that point. <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll be back for episode four of Hawkeye on the Recap Show on Monday. Until then, do you want to hit him with the outro? If you'd like what we had to say about the book, pick it up and read your copy. Bye. <laughs> Wake up, I'm gonna go, 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 I'm gonna go